It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host. And uh, this is a wonderful thing to be able to spend an hour with you on a Sunday morning here on 94.1 on your radio dial. And I say this is a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. We have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. Show number 1,161 today. And uh, a very special guest, first time on the show, uh, Pastor Toby Thomas. And he is a pastor of New Life Christian Center, both here in Tallahassee and Panama City. Right? Yes, Welcome sir. to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, uh, let's get a little background, kind of get to know you just a little bit. Okay. Uh, you, are you a church kid? You grew up in church? Or how did that come about? Um, yes, I'm a church kid, pastor's kid. Um, my mom and my uh, father, they are pastors of uh, Port St. Joe, Florida. Um, they have been pastoring for over 30 years. So, really? Yeah. Wow. Now, did they start their church? Yeah, they actually started the they church did. out of our home. Oh, really? Yes. Now, what was their background? Were they had been saved a long time, been in another church, started, felt like God called them to start the church? How did that happen? Um, they had been in another church, and um, um, my father uh, got a word and uh, stepped out on faith and started a uh, ministry out of the home. Okay. Now, you were just a child when that happened, weren't you? Yeah, I was just a child. Okay. Now, now what did you think about this? Your your mom and dad, because I'm assuming by that time you, you had been involved in that other church, too. So yes. So you had a lot of friends and stuff there. Yes, sir. And now they're going to go and start a new church in their living room. That right. means you won't be going every Sunday morning to hang out with all your friends and stuff. So so what do you think about this? Uh wasn't um really too popular. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you know, having to be home um in the den, uh-huh. starting the church. Right. Um like you said, around none of our friends. Yeah. And um so we we accepted it. Sure. Yeah. And uh, how many siblings were there? Um, we have a uh, family of six, five okay. boys and one girl. So, so you kind of had a, a nucleus of a church already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how did it go when they first started? How did it go? Um, it started slow. Uh-huh. Um, but as they continued to um to grow and go, um. More and more people came, okay, and and became more of a blessing to the city of yeah. Port St. Joe. It's just been thirty five years. Uh thirty. Thirty years. Thirty years. Well, evidently, it must be doing pretty well. It's still still around. Yeah, yeah. Still. <laughs> and, and, and what has happened? Have they eventually moved out into a building and bought a building, or? Well, yeah, they eventually uh, purchased the building um, many years ago. Yeah, yeah, and um, so. Yeah. Was it more of a traditional church type building or maybe a storefront or maybe one they had to renovate or 
Yeah, it was one they had to renovate. <laughs> yeah, they had to renovate it. It was pretty worn down. Yeah. But they but, updated it. But yeah. was it an actual church building or was it another type of building? It was another type of building. Okay. And yeah. they, they converted it into a church. Converted it into yeah. a church. You know, that's not a bad way to go. Sometimes you can, uh, well, like I say, if you, and I, I we're kind of discussing that sort of thing in the ministry that I'm in about when you want to build something or do you want to go try to find something to renovate? And if you can find it, that that's not a bad plan, but uh, they're not always available like right, that. So, right. so I'm, I'm glad that worked out for them. And of course, they're still pastoring, right? I mean, yeah, they're still pastoring okay. today. Yeah, still okay. pastoring. Now, you grew up in the church, and uh, did you eventually get into secular work? I mean, how did your life flow? Um, my life flew. Uh, uh, you know, they call it a PK. Oh yeah, PK yeah, kid. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, I grew up in the church, but kind of got away from the church as I kind of got out on my own, uh-huh. and um, winded up uh, getting in some trouble. Oh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, th- I think that you know what was instilled in me was good growing up, mm-hmm. but. You know, kind of stray away. Yeah, they said the word will not depart from you. So yeah. your, your parents that they they put it in there, right? <laughs> and right. It, it, it more fruit in the season, didn't it? Right, right. <laughs> okay. okay, now uh, when you first, I'm assuming you you grew up and went to high school, graduated, and that sort of thing. Right. Did Did you go to college? Uh, tried it, but it wasn't okay. for me. It wasn't for you. Yeah. Okay. So then, you, did you go into secular work of some sort? Yes, I did. I um, started working at a box plant down in Port St. Joe. Um, a lot of people are probably familiar with the paper mill okay. down in Port St. Joe. You call, you call it a, a box? But, yeah, it was a, another plant that was beside the paper okay. mill where we built boxes. Wooden boxes? Uh, cardboard boxes? Cardboard or? boxes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cardboard boxes. Okay. So you're working at the cardboard box, right. uh, no, cardboard box plant. <laughs> right. Growing up. Yeah, and then uh, did did you get married or anything like that at that time? No, I didn't get married. Okay, okay. So, but you got in some trouble. Yeah, I got in some trouble. Okay, <laughs> and then I winded up getting married. Okay, I got winded up getting married out there. I got in some trouble. So, how did the uh, the trouble work out? Um, the first time in trouble was uh, was kind of hard hit. Uh-huh. Yeah, didn't really learn my lesson. Okay, uh, yeah. I know a little something about being hard headed. <laughs> so, yeah. and and what happened? Um, I winded up going to prison, serving okay. uh about two years in prison. Okay, and I um eventually got out. Okay. And uh, like I said, I didn't really learn my lesson. Okay, now was this a state prison or a federal prison? State prison. State prison. Okay. State prison. So you had to do a two year uh, what do they call that a hitch or term or to your term ter- yes. to your term in uh, in prison and uh somehow or another you were able to get out and maybe just served your your, your time i guess yes sir but now uh, when you were there was were there people preaching the gospel or I mean, were you exposed to it there in the prison yeah i was exposed to um different ministers coming in uh-huh. um also um tvs radio shows right um, so I was exposed to, to, to the goodness, you right, know, right. of good people. But you say you didn't learn your lesson. Uh, I guess I, a question I would ask is that when all this was happening, mm-hmm. did you ever abandon your faith? No, I didn't abandon my faith. 
I just didn't learn my lesson. Okay. In other words, the scripture says, uh, uh, "Was it, I know to do, but I don't do it." Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so, so what your mom and dad taught you, you still believed it, oh, yeah, but I you just weren't believe. you weren't walking it out. I wasn't walking it yeah, out. I understand. I understand because yeah. you're not alone in that. Now, I've met. I've had many people sitting right where you're sitting right now. This had very very similar stories. Right. But thank God in His mercy, because He never He never forsakes us. Right. That's the wonderful thing about it. So you so you so you did a two year hitch. Right. And then what? Well, I got out. Um, and as I say, I didn't learn my lesson, and I continued down that path of um, of of breaking the law. Okay. And um, so I winded up having to go back to prison Uh-oh. around eight months later. Oh my. Within the same year, oh my! And um, and at that point, I realized that uh, recidivism wasn't for me. Uh-huh. That it was more to my life than just going back and forth to prison. Right, right, right. So, how long was the second hitch? The second one was uh, nineteen months. 19, oh, that's a little okay. Yeah, nineteen months. <laughs> well, you know, there are a lot of people go for. 20, 30, 40 years. Yeah. So praise mm-hmm. the Lord that you didn't have to uh, stay too long. Right. Know? But just uh, so that uh, curious people like me, what's what's it like being, being in prison like that? Um, Really no privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, A lot of things that go on in the world goes on in prison. Really? Yeah. So. Do, do you, is there drugs and that sort of thing? Yeah, a lot of drugs, uh, gambling, uh, really? extortion. But, um, but how, how do the drugs get into the prison? Through the uh, guards. Oh Most God. of it predominantly comes in through the guards. Um, that is that is a hard, hard thing for people like me to understand. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, and I've heard that before, too. I, I, yeah. I was pretty sure that's what you were going to say, but it's just it, – <laughs> You want to say how could this be? Right. But it is. So we'll, yeah. we'll we'll move on from that. Right. But so during that time, that uh, mm-hmm. those uh, nineteen months, or eighteen months, were you again exposed to the gospel? Well, yeah, I had during that time. I was out on uh, like a bond before okay. going back. Okay. And um, I had uh, made up in my mind. That uh, that was it, uh-huh. you know. I, I wasn't going. I had to go back, but yeah. I knew that I had to just surrender myself, yeah. and that this time that I was going back, I was going to have to renew my mind with the word, yeah. yeah, in order for me to break that chain of recidivism. Right. Well, like I say, the the word was in you. Yeah. <laughs> and your, yeah. your parents had done a good job, right. and uh, he did. It, it brought you back to faith, and that's mm-hmm. it. So. You you get out mm-hmm. the second time, right. and then what happens? Um, I was um, I had a really like a mentor of a guy that would come into the prison and speak to us, uh-huh. and um, he kind of took me on his wing, and um, he knew that I was for real. He knew that I was for real about you know changing my life and uh-huh. doing what was right, and so when I got out. He uh, invited me over to a city called Ponce de Leon. Okay. And in Ponce de Leon, they had... West, a, West Florida? Toward Pensacola? West yeah, Florida, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was something like a youth uh, offender camp. Okay. And uh, he allowed me to come in and speak to the youth. 
And um, yeah, I delivered a message to uh-huh. the youth, and we had a great. A lot of them changed their lives. Really? Yeah. Now, had you ever done that before? No, I had never really never. went into a youth offender. I'm talking about preach. Had you, had you done preaching before? Well, when I was in the prison, I you know I did one on one ministry. You know, okay. right? So, so the second time. So, the second time you were in prison, you mm-hmm. you got your heart right. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we we left that part out. That's that's a very important oh, part okay. of the story. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So about at what stage? I mean, you you said what nineteen months you were there, yes, halfway through, middle way through, in the beginning. How did when did you? Nah, make it was decision? at the beginning. At the beginning. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And and was there this this gentleman? Was he there? Did he have a have a part in that? No, he didn't have, no. have a part in that. But he he had a great part in me maturing. Right, right. Okay, so yeah. the uh, perhaps maybe there was another group that had come in to mm-hmm. preach to you. Maybe just uh, <laughs> just say, hey, <laughs> sit down, and talk to myself here. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah. either way, so you had renewed your faith. Yes. Sir. And now you could be instrumental in helping some of the other inmates. Right. They were there. Right. Just talking to them and sharing the gospel. This has got to be a an overwhelming experience. To, to face that, to know mm-hmm. that you're you're here. If I, of all places I could be, this is where I'm at. Right. And, uh, so one thing, you had been through it and gotten out, so you had that to share. Right, right, the, right. Your, your four, uh, other inmates, and now you're able to help them bring them back to Christ. Right. So that's a, to me, that's a win-win. So really what you were – you were a missionary that second time. <laughs> yeah, a missionary the second time. Yeah, yeah let's go exactly with that. Exactly, right? <laughs> a missionary. Yeah. Okay, so then you then you got out, mm-hmm. and uh, then what'd you do? Well, I um at that time my um, parents, while I was incarcerated, they had started uh, the ministry up here in Tallahassee, okay. which was New Life East. They was really setting the groundwork for that. Okay. And um, when I got out. I would come to Tallahassee and be a part, you know, because we would drive up from Port St. Joe to Tallahassee on Sundays. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> now, I wonder what uh, motive, motivated them to do that. Um, A few people that they knew was that were from Port St. Joe was right. living in Tallahassee. Okay. Okay. And so it was like a, a hunger for what they had started down sure, there to sure. kind of yeah. bring it here. Yeah. Well, actually, that's good because they had a they had a nucleus to start with here, right? Okay, so they going back and forth, right. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, you reminded me before you went on the show about the time change there, right? right. Or, or, what? Wait a minute, maybe not. Which, same time, same no, time. Okay, yeah. yeah. You don't. That's on this side of the river, isn't right? It? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> okay, so they didn't have that advantage that you have now. No, nah, they didn't have that advantage. Yeah. <laughs> we were actually have service up here at five o'clock. Five in the afternoon. afternoon. In the afternoon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they do the Sunday morning service at Port St. Joe. Then they drive over here, right. have services here. Right. And then go back. How long ago was that now? Um, Probably around 14 years ago. Okay. 13, 14. So, so now the uh, Tallahassee Church is mm-hmm. matured, I guess. Yes, sir. And, uh, and uh, how, did they do the same thing? Started in somebody's living room in the, in the beginning? Yeah, started in somebody else's uh, living room right. that was up here. Right. And then we winded up um, using a church that allowed us to come in during the evening time. Oh, I see. At okay. five. Okay. And uh, are you still doing that? or No. 
Now, this point in time, we have a building, yeah. Oh, you okay. So, so church, church is doing doing well now. Yeah, it's doing well now. <laughs> okay. And, uh, okay, so now you started attending with your parents here yes. in Tallahassee. Now, I guess I guess you were living here in Tallahassee at that time. No, no. I was living uh, in Port St. Joe with my parents. Okay. Um, so you were coming over with them when, right. when they would come over. Okay. Yeah, I was really just getting out. And I so see. I would come up here with them and uh, – to the church right and then we would go back to port st joe okay and uh uh, this started with a question had you ever done any preaching before so did how did that work out you said you you were doing some preaching in the in the prison right so you get out and now you're back in your home church right you you doing a little preaching now i started off doing jail ministry okay i think i really started out doing jail ministry then moved uh, really from jail ministry and also doing the men's um, Bible studies. Okay. Um, so I did the men's Bible studies and then eventually went on to preaching. Okay. Um, and so when uh, you all would come over to Tallahassee, mm-hmm. did your dad do all the preaching then? Yeah, he did all the Here, preaching. In the, in, the, in the Tallahassee church. Right. But, uh, yeah. but somewhere along the line, you became the pastor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as we kept coming up, I eventually met um, this beautiful woman uh-huh. <laughs> who later became my wife. Okay. And um, I moved to Tallahassee. I see. And what is her name? Her name is Sherelle Thomas. Sherelle. Yes. And uh, you have children? Yes, we have uh, six kids. Oh, my we goodness. We a blended family. <laughs> okay. So right. I had three and she had three but God bless us as well. They are all around the same age. Okay. So. <laughs> so now they're pretty much gone. Yeah, grown, yeah, they, yeah, they are all grown and yeah. gone. Are you like me and my wife? You're empty nesters now. Yes, empty <laughs> nest. <laughs> well, I've met your son, and yes, uh, uh, he was uh, overseeing the basketball for the Florida, uh, a fellowship of Christian athletes mm-hmm. on the Saturday mornings, and, and uh, I'm helping coaching my daughter's or my granddaughter's team and so got a chance to meet him and uh, he's done a great job over there Thank you. and so uh, uh, as a result of that I got a chance to meet you right and yeah. so I said hey and see I kind of have this rule if I meet a pastor or somebody who's involved in ministry then that means they're supposed to be on my radio show <laughs> see I just, okay. uh, that's just the way i roll yes. and so i said well i asked you and you were very gracious to say yeah i'd love, love to come and we're happy to have you here as a guest because uh one thing i've learned about my radio audience is mm-hmm. that we're all a little curious about things you know i like we, i like to hear stories i like to hear right. about people's lives and how god has moved in people's lives and, right. and so we're getting to know about you right so now you're coming over to Tallahassee with your parents. Mm-hmm. Y'all are launching a church. Yes, sir. You're, you're, you're stepping out. Yeah. Okay. How long was it from the time they started the Tallahassee church to your dad said, hey, uh, you want to be a pastor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, about two years. Two years. Well, mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty pretty quick, actually. About two years. And, and so did they just stop coming? or nah, No. They, they, they kept visiting. Okay. You know, overseeing, and um, so now the the building project was that under your your time, or had your dad already started that? Um, the building project came up under me. Okay. Um, as I said, we was using another ministry's uh, church building, right? And then um, we launched out and 
got our own. Right. Now, did you do like your dad did and uh, find a building to renovate, or did you find an existing church building to buy, uh, buy or how did that work out? No, we we didn't. We couldn't find one to renovate, uh-huh. but we found one that we we're leasing. Yeah, oh, we're I leasing see. Okay. All right. So you're 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 leasing now, right? Okay. Yes, sir. But you are in an actual building now. Are you the only occupants of that building? Because a lot of times people nowadays we we share churches. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? So I'm um, right now. We're the only uh, occupants okay. of it. Well, why don't you go ahead and tell the folks where you are? Somebody might want to come visit with you today. Okay. Well, we're here in Tallahassee at 5015 Tennessee Capitol Boulevard. That's Tennessee. Tennessee Capitol Boulevard, 5015 Tennessee Capitol Boulevard. Now, it's on the um, west west side okay. of town. The Tennessee Capitol Boulevard. Right. Uh, that's I'm I'm this is confusing me for some reason. Mm-hmm. So it's not Tennessee Street. Right. It's, it's right off of Tennessee right Street. Right off Tennessee Street. Right. Okay, so how far out would you go? Um it would actually be between Tennessee Street and um what's that? The Walmart on Tennessee Street. Right. Well that's cap that's Capital Circle. Capital Circle. Yeah. It'll actually be off of Capital Circle in between Tennessee Street and Thorpe Street. It's a side street. Which is Tennessee okay. Capitol Boulevard, okay. right? Yeah. Okay, I, I know. I know basically the area there. Yeah. And what time do you start your services on Sunday morning? Our services start at ten thirty a.m. Hey, folks, you got plenty of time <laughs> because yeah. this show will be over at nine, and you still have another hour and a half. <laughs> so, right, right. So what, what's holding you up out there? Ten thirty a.m. And uh, are you by any chance a musician? No, no, nope. not a musician nor a singer. <laughs> no, none of that. Okay, yeah. so. Are there musicians in your church? Yes. I have a keyboard player musician, um, drummer, two guitar players. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And some <laughs> singers. Wow. That's, that's a blessing. Yeah. Now, how did that come about? Just people who just showed up? and um, Actually, my brother-in-law, my um, sister's sister husband, uh-huh. is a drummer. Okay. And so he knew musicians yeah musicians they know musicians yeah, musicians know musicians so <laughs> and um, so the one 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 after another this guy show but that's a blessing to have that kind of music in a church I yeah mean, uh, there was a time uh when when i was here in the building that we're in right now i had 11 piano players in the church yeah i don't have one Wow! Uh, hint, hint. If you're out there listening and you <laughs> and you're looking for a church to be a part of, and you play the piano, we'd love to have you at Freedom Road. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, we we have a wonderful lady who plays a guitar and leads us, and uh, we I appreciate her so very very much. Because if she wasn't there, it would be me, and that's not a good choice. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm I can sing pretty good. Okay, uh, but I don't play any instruments at all. So I all my life I've wanted to play the guitar. Oh yeah, and I have tempted it three or four times and come close, okay. but then something happened and it just gone. <laughs> so, yeah. Which a good toy? Huh? Which one? Uh, just a flat top, okay. just okay. a regular, yeah, just a regular flat top. But I, the electric guitars, I I wouldn't even know how to do. <laughs> okay, do that. Now, but now, now, Josh, my son, he plays the piano and he can, he mm. he plays the drums and that sort of thing. But uh, like I say, this just a one of the things that I'm the age now. I'm like, can I? Could I still do that? And people tell me, yeah, you still can. So yeah. maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> okay, so we started ten. You said ten or ten thirty. Ten thirty. Ten thirty. Ten thirty a.m. And uh, so basically, if you're you're going to the church, 
if you're on Tennessee Street heading west, you mm-hmm. get to Capitol Circle, take a right, past the Walmart, and then this Tallahassee, what's it called? Tallahassee what? Tennessee Capitol Boulevard. Tennessee Capitol Boulevard. Yeah, they will have to do a U-turn at Tharp Street at the intersection of Tharp Street. And then come back. And then come back. Okay. And it'll be the first road on the right. Okay. Which and, is Tennessee Capitol Boulevard. And what is that address? 5015. 5015. Well, Tennessee Brother, Brother Toby is, is inviting you to come out and worship with them there if you like music. And I'm assuming with all those instruments, you probably uh, crank it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, and then um, your wife, does she play the piano or anything like that? Is she a musician? No, she's not a new musician nor a singer. <laughs> so, well, thank the Lord that He sent you musicians to help you to do that. Yeah. And uh, now, uh, so now you say the church has been there, which how many say nine years? Did you say? Well, we've been at that location for six. Yeah. So you've actually been pastoring there for a while. I mean, you've, yeah, been, I, you, you've been in the, the ministry now for for some time. Twelve years. Twelve yeah, years. Twelve years. That's good. I mean, that's good. Uh, that's that's a good foundation to yeah. to, to go. Now, when uh, your your dad mm-hmm. and your mom started the church here, and you say there were some people who came over from Saint Port Saint Joe who'd moved here, mm-hmm. and so that that was your nucleus. But what did they do to begin to build a congregation? Do you? I mean, I, you were in and kind of in and out during that time. But but what do you remember? What did they do? Um, he's thinking. <laughs> uh, as you say, they had a nucleus. Yeah, and so it kind of just kind of spread it a little. You okay. know, people know people, right? So your people were being evangelistic, right? And uh, that's a wonderful thing, right? But if the people in the church are not evangelistic, it yeah. it really causes a problem, right? Because uh, you, you've heard the old expression that says that uh, uh, shepherds don't beget sheep; sheep beget sheep. And so, if you're if you're just expecting the pastor just right. to, to bring in new people, then you got the concept wrong. Right. That's what the congregation does, because they are evangelistic and they um, they care about people. Right. And they share the gospel wherever they go. And, and as a result of that, then they bring people to the church. And then when they come to the church, then the church is there to minister to them. Right. And to to be a, a shepherd to them and help them to deal with situations in life, all the things that a church does. Right. Yes. But that's part of the life of a church. Mm-hmm. It's this new, these new faces coming in and uh, just uh, seeing God work. Right. Because, you know, whenever somebody gets saved in a church, the whole congregation gets excited about it. Right. And yes. it just it just invigorates, doesn't it? Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it really yes. does. So, so now that you have uh, – experience the whole pastoring thing <laughs> how does that fit for you uh i love it do you yeah i love it because as you said i like to see people come in and really people lives change uh-huh. you know because i look over back over my life and see how my life changed and it, you know to see other people's lives change sure. then it really just like keep you really going you know mm-hmm. i do yeah. <laughs> i really do yeah um, when you were little, mm-hmm. like a little boy, growing up in church, right. did you ever think that you'd be a pastor? No, really, nah. never, even? never thought I, I never thought I would. Huh. Actually, I didn't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, a, a lot of PKs are that way, uh, in, including my son. <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> and 
because he's told me he said that I'm not a pastor, right? But he but he's a pastor to a lot more people than I am through FCA. I mean, he's he's you know he has quite a ministry there, but uh, he he just told me he said don't don't expect me to be you know, like you a pastor, right? Uh, however, he did tell me he said I, I want to work with youth like you have, and that's been a lot of my ministries working with young people. But uh, uh, pastoring is a call. It's it's unique in the aspect that uh, you can invest a lot of yourself into people, right? And then sometimes those people don't always do what you want them to do, and sometimes they can really disappoint you. Right. But then also, you can watch their lives sometimes and just see, just see the the progress they make, right? And then you know maybe later they might say, "Well, Pastor King or or or, or Pastor Thomas, you had a tremendous impact in my life." And that's just music to you. It's music to you. Yeah. <laughs> it is because yeah. it just really ministers to your heart to realize that you've been effective. Right. But uh, what it is, see, I'm the type of person. This is my personality. I know. I know we're not talking about me. We're supposed to be talking about you. But I am a person who loves turning chaos into order. Mm-hmm. That's that's just that's what drives me. Mm-hmm. Chaos into order. Well. If I go out someplace and, and uh, maybe cut the grass or something like that, you know, the grass is a mess, and, and I spend an hour, and I, I mow it, and all of a sudden it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's a fix for me. Right. Pastoring is not that way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because in pastoring, that progress sometimes is real, real slow. Real slow. And then sometimes you, you it's, it's happening. You don't even realize it's happened. Because it's so slow, but it does, right? And you're and you're making an impact, whether you realize it or not. And I think that's a word of encouragement to all of our pastors who may be listening today, right? Just hang in there. Just hang in there. <laughs> hey, this is the uh, Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. Uh, Brother Toby Thomas is my guest, uh, New Life Christian Center East. East here in Tallahassee, and then his parents pastor New Life uh, Christian Center in. St. Joe, that they started the church, and they also started the church in Tallahassee. Now, we're going to take a little break here and play a little music. When we get back, there's something else that, um, that we're going to go to the West, <laughs> and we'll talk about that in just a moment. But uh, as you know, Pastor King, he kind of likes this Southern Gospel music. We'll play you a little song here it's by the old pass. And when he was Scripture says that uh, if thoughts of us are more in a day's time than the sand of the sea. That's an amazing thing. God that we serve, he's a loving God. And I thank God for that. Well, welcome to the show. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. You're on 94.1 on your radio dial. And I'm so glad you've tuned in, listened to the interview with a Pastor Toby Thomas, and we'll get back to him in just a moment. But I do want to invite you to, to attend the church that I pastor, and that's Freedom Road Christian Ministry at 720 Capital Circle Northeast. We are in the Crescent Park Plaza between Easterwood Drive and Park Avenue. And Easterwood Drive is where you go into Tom Brown Park there. So if you're heading toward Park Avenue, look for us on the right-hand side. You'll see our signs there. We start at 11.05 on Sunday mornings. 
We have Sunday School before that. And you can find this on the web, frcm.us. And also, you can get this show on podcast if you uh, want to share it with a friend or whatever. It's uh, show number 1,161. And to find me on the podcast, you type in Pastor Jack King Tallahassee. Just type that in. It'll come up, and you'll find all kinds of uh, the talk shows. There's a whole bunch of them. And also the daily broadcast will be on there as well. So I always tell people if you're going on a trip and you want to listen to some uh, content on your podcast, you won't run out before ever you get to wherever you're going. There'll be plenty more and for other trip coming back to them. Because <laughs> I've been doing this show for a long time. So we've interviewed a lot of people. And also we do the daily broadcast every day or Monday through Friday. And also, Saturday night, 7 o'clock here on 94.1. It's the Saturday night gospel sing. Um, my thought is simply this. It's the best music on the planet. Now, I, I know everybody doesn't agree with that, <laughs> but I love it, and I love sharing with you. So join me Saturday night, 7 o'clock, for the uh, Saturday night gospel sing. Brother Toby, now we're going to Panama City. How long has that been going on? Um, we actually started that church ministry um, December of 2022. Okay, so we're about two years. So was it the same thing? You had people from your ministry that had moved over there, and it just you had that nucleus? Is that what happened? Or just you just said, no, i got to go to Panama City? <laughs> well, yeah, I just said I had to go to Panama City. Yeah. You know. Of course, now you grew up not far from Panama right. City. Right. And uh, – so what is it? 30, 30 miles? Not, not far, is it? About thirty miles. So, so you knew a little, lot about Panama City, mm-hmm. and uh, so maybe you just hearts just toward yeah. that. <laughs> so, yeah. so how did how did you go about doing this? I um, well, the Lord spoke to me and told me to uh, go to Panama that's City. That's always a good reason. <laughs> yeah, that's always a good reason. <laughs> and um, I um, I used to live there at one point in time, okay. way okay. back. And so I already had friends. Okay. Um, I had already knew a few people okay. that was over there that I reached out to to um, kind of let them know in the direction that I was headed, and right. they was they was okay. Like, come on. Okay. And so um, we launched over there in December of 2022. December. Wow. Yeah, December of 2022. <laughs> so we actually just celebrated one year uh, December last year. Now, why December? Um, I don't know. That seems like it'd be the hardest month <laughs> to, yeah. to start with. Uh, so, now how did how did you do this one? Did you meet in somebody's house for a while? No, we act. I actually had a friend um that um lived over there. I reached out to, uh-huh. and she reached out to um a couple people that had buildings. Okay, and um opportunity came available and that's probably the real reason why we moved in December over there because the opportunity presented itself. Okay. At the right price, right? Okay, and, um, <laughs> and so we we moved that at that okay. month and at that time. Okay, so so you had a place to meet, right? To start off with, and that's right. an important part of the of the whole thing, right? Because uh, especially now here in Tallahassee, it just seems like it. A lot of churches are scrambling around trying to find buildings, and uh, and I know that personally because they're they're contacting me all the time. So. Okay. And, I got one in Tallahassee if they want to use one. <laughs> what? If they want to go with you? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, or, you know, um, 
probably feeling after we're finished. Yeah. 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 Huh. Well, that's that's good. I mean, uh, <laughs> how would they get in touch with you? Got an email address or something like that? Yeah, I have an email address, also a phone number. Um, my email okay. address is Toby T. Okay. One nine seven five at yahoo dot com. Okay. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, I'm happy to share that kind of information because that's all that's kingdom work there. Yeah. And uh actually a lot of churches work together and, right. and do build there's a building over there on uh, uh right on Appalachian Parkway. I see it all the time and it's got a marquee there. It's got about three or four churches that they talk about that, that meets in that building. Mm-hmm. And and I've I've noticed it over the years, it's not always the same churches. So so people are coming and going. And and uh what I'm hoping is happening there is that the church comes in. It's a kind of a small facility, and they're doing well, and then they're moving on. <laughs> I, right, think that's yeah. a, I think that's great for the kingdom of God. Me too. Because, yeah. you know, uh, we need to be working together. Right. And I ask you this question before we went on the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, your, your parents are not affiliated with any denomination. They're, they're just independent. Right. And yeah. they just, they've done this, just the hand of God helping them. Right. I remember one time back when I was at WCVC, just starting the talk show, a lady called in and uh, talked about their church. And she was really downplaying as far as, you know, they said, well, we're just in this community and there are a lot of uh, children around here and we just kind of felt like we need to do something. And the next thing you know, they had a church. And she was talking like, that wasn't no big deal. I said, that's a big deal. Yeah, big deal. That's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, because you were just faithful. Right. And, and God brought the increase. Yes. And so uh, your parents are the same way. They they saw the need. They stepped out in faith. And see, faith, you remember, it's the right. substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So when you're stepping out like that, you don't see the whole picture. No. But this is what I have discovered, is that God will begin to reveal it to you as you go. Because if you see it all, that's not faith. <laughs> Right, 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 right. <laughs> and he'll begin to reveal it all to you, and then, and then he'll 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 make it all fall into place right. in his time and in his way, which brings us to another important ingredient that's called patience. Patience. How are you on the patience part? Uh, I'm pretty good with patience. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good with patience. You know, and I say, you know, I learned a lot from my parents. Uh huh. I learned a lot yeah. because, as you say, they you got a front row seat. <laughs> yeah, they stepped out on faith. <laughs> they and, did. Yeah, and. I seen the results. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, as I said, I, I told you earlier that my mom is the tax collector of uh, <laughs> Gulf County. Right, but she wasn't always there. No. So then, uh, uh, what about your dad? Did he do secular work too? No, he's full time. He's been full time ministry for a long time. Okay, because she was able to get a, a, a good position, and then right. that, that works real well. Right, a lot of times if a if a spouse. Mm-hmm. Can bring in enough money to take care of the family, and so the, mm-hmm. the uh, if it's a man or I may be opposite of that, right. they they got the call, right. and they can go do it without being encumbered with secular work. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a blessing. Yeah. It's a, and, and sometimes a family might have to sacrifice a little bit, maybe kind of scrimp a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have all the niceties of life, right? Right. Because you're you're trying to live on that one income, right. but. Praise God. Yeah. It's obviously it's worked. I mean, because you look at the church that's Port St. Joe, it's it's been successful. You're doing a good job here in uh, uh, Tallahassee East. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. East. <laughs> okay. So now uh, you do have the advantage going west, right? Right. Because they're I gotta make sure I got this right. They're an hour behind us, right? They're an hour behind us. So what time does it start over there? 
uh, 12.30 Central Standard Time, which 1230. is 1.30 Eastern Time. All right. And so you start here at what time? 10.30. 10.30. Eastern Time. Well, one thing about it, <laughs> they don't have to worry about Brother Toby being too long-winded. <laughs> <laughs> Because he says, I got to get out of here and get got, on the road. Yeah, I got to get out of here. Yeah. Now, do you make that trip by yourself or your wife go with you? Or? Me, my wife, a um, few members, and uh, actually, you wouldn't believe this. Okay. My actual musicians and my singers go. They all go. Wow. Well, that's a blessing, though, yeah. because that's, that's just going to help you in, yeah. in building that work over right. there. Cause yeah. Now, music is a very important part of, of church life. Right. So you got to have a van? You go in a van? Well, we actually go in different cars. Do you? Yeah. Wow. So, What's yeah. that, about uh, two hours? About an hour. Once you get used to it, it's about an hour okay. and a 30, hour, 35 minutes. You go I-10? No, I just go down. 20? 20, because I'm, I'm right there on 20 with uh, East. New okay. Life East is kind of right there close to yeah 20. that's true that's true and, yeah um yeah <laughs> yeah i kind of take 90 and right before you get to midway and cut cross and get on 20 okay so you're you're going right on through hosford and across the yeah across the yeah. bridge there from bloodstown yeah and, and yeah. get on uh 231 yeah made that trip many many times yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh have didn't they recent no way maybe in the next 20 years kind of straighten some of that out they have passing lanes now or not Maybe I'm just imagining that. I know a lot. Yeah, go. I'm sorry. <laughs> on two thirty one or no on, on Highway twenty. No, it's, it's still 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 the same way. Yeah, still wow. Same. <laughs> Sometimes you get behind somebody yeah. slow. You're just at their mercy. Right. <laughs> so you're going. I've got to be at the church. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> so so the Panama City Church is is going well. It's going well. Yeah. It's going real well with the group of uh, the core, the nucleus people that we have. It's going really well. We actually just had someone join the ministry um, Sunday. I was over there wow, Sunday. Wow. And now, what do you see as far as the future? Do you think that you eventually turn that over to somebody else to pastor it? Or maybe you'll move over there and let somebody else pastor the east side? Yeah, he's thinking about this. <laughs> just Eventually, the way you know, I see it, I, I eventually um, allow somebody else to pastor. Uh-huh. Uh, now, yeah. You th- do you see launching another? So maybe Mariana or something like that. <laughs> I'm waiting on God. I've seen that gray in his beard there. I said, well, maybe he's yeah, just like, yeah. give me a break here. Yeah. But I, I really do. I probably do see myself launching. Uh-huh. I've been noticing going through Blunstown. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. maybe in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a small community. Yeah. But, uh, but I know uh, people there, too. So. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that uh, uh, you're not going to find any town to where there's not some lost people there. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. that needs to hear the gospel. Right. And uh, I would imagine that uh, there'd be room yeah. for you oh, yeah. there. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, now, what about uh, youth? Do you, do you have a lot of young people in your church? Yeah, we have uh, – and that's that's what you know. My wife heart is, is with the with the youth, uh-huh. um, because she's always taught me and told me this is that um, when you have a lot of young children or a lot of young youth, then um, means that you have a, a 
bring, uh, uh, bigger bring, church. It brings life. It brings yeah. It brings life yeah. in the church. Because yeah. when you got kids, yeah, yeah. I, agree, I agree with that. Yeah. And, uh, um, so now, not being affiliated mm-hmm. with uh, an organization, right? Are you able to do things like youth camps and things of that nature? Um. My brother-in-law, okay. married my sister up and they live in Macon. So um, we do send our youth also with Port St. Joe to Macon because they do a lot of camps. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, they do a lot of uh, dance camps types. Okay. So, so your brother-in-law is married to your sister? Yeah. Okay. So, so this, he's this, also a youth pastor. So, so. so this ministry thing, I mean, it not only uh, brought you in, but it also brought your sister in. So she's involved in ministry as well. She involved in when she don't she don't want to, but she <laughs> because her husband is a youth pastor. Okay, so well, she's still in the ministry. Yeah, she's in the ministry. Uh, my wife, if you'd have told her when she was a child that she'd be a preacher's wife, she'd probably fault you over it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> However, there was a woman one time that told her, "So you're gonna be a preacher's wife," and she said, "Oh no, oh no, oh no." So it's it's, it's the same thing, you know. PK said, oh, "I'm not gonna be a." pastor but again god calls him and then and god always wins these things unless we hope he does anyway yeah. and to somebody i've known of people who have run from the call of god yeah and that's not a healthy thing no it's not <laughs> and i may be talking to somebody out there right now that's uh that you you got to call and you've been fighting it and uh well the best thing to do is just submit <laughs> right <laughs> yeah take it from me right right because the thing is is you won't get a piece you won't get a piece until you just do what God wants you to do. Right. And, uh, one of the things that I was curious, and I don't want you to give me the name, but you talk about this uh, this mentor mm-hmm. that was uh, when you were in prison. Mm-hmm. Was he involved in a, a prison type of ministry, or was he coming from a church? Uh, he was coming from. He was coming from a church. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I know so many of them, and I mm-hmm. and I know that there there are some of the prison ministries that I've had here on the mm-hmm. the show, and they talk about you know just the whole thing of going in and uh, and how that there'll be like maybe three or four on on a Sunday mm-hmm. during the day. There's there's more than just one service takes place, and as a inmate, you got a choice. Right, you could I mean you could go whatever one you want to. Right. Could you go to all of them if you? Yeah, if you would, wanted to. Would they allow that? Well, yeah. yeah. And so different ministers have different uh, approaches. Mm-hmm. And so uh, an inmate would say, "Well, I like this guy." Right. And so they'll they'll go do that. Mm-hmm. So now, are you now involved in prison ministry? Not at this moment. Um, I'm not. Um, trying to look back getting into it. Uh-huh. Um, well, you know, when COVID happened, it kind of shut. It everything changed a lot down. of stuff, didn't it? Yeah, and. Yeah. Um, so no, I haven't been involved in prison. But now are the prisons itself open to that? I mean, because I know they shut down for a while right. to where people couldn't go in the prisons. Right. Has, has that kind of changed now? Um, I think so. I mean, a few people that I've been reaching out to and asking is start is opening back up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I know they they were slow to respond to it. I mean. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, is the COVID thing is still around. Right. Fortunately, it's not an epidemic now, but it's still around. Right. And of course, when you're and you're talking about a population where people are together and you're rubbing shoulders, one person gets it, and you know it could be a really thing. So I, I can understand their caution, but man, we need the gospel there. Got to. <laughs> so got to. So that's maybe something that's uh, kind of 
in the back of your mind you haven't abandoned it but just got other things you're doing right at the yeah, moment yeah. Yeah. yeah they haven't made new hours in a day yet i'm trying to, yeah. figure, I'm trying to figure that one out myself i said yeah. yeah i need a few more hours in the day <laughs> to yeah. be able to get all the things done that i want to done want to be done and you told me before when i first met you that you said well you'd never been on the radio before no, this is my first time. Well, I think you're doing a great job. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a, uh, to me, the dynamic of radio is the fact that it's it's very personal. Mm-hmm. You know, you're driving down a road and, and there's these two guys talking and they're in your car and you just tune into the conversation. Right. That's one of the reasons why I love it so much. And also, uh, I like listening. Mm-hmm. I'm a listener as well. And I listen to a lot of talk radio and, and things. And uh, I like listening to Christian uh Christian shows and hear Christian testimonies, and I'm just hoping and praying that uh, there may be somebody out there listening this morning. Maybe you just got out of prison yourself, and uh, I think Brother Toby has just given you a message of hope right. that uh, things can change in your life. Yeah, because I mean, you, you look at where you were to where you are now, mm-hmm. and you're ministering to people and you're helping people, and then uh, a lot of good things happening. Because you gave your heart to Christ and you made the commitment to follow, right? <laughs> and that's right. a lot of it, isn't it? That's a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. What was it? What was it that really spoke to you when you? Because you talk about when you went back to jail the second time, right? Something really got a hold of you. What? What? Right. Can you put a, put your finger on it? I really realized that I had a calling on my life, uh-huh. and I knew that. If I didn't humble myself and surrender myself to it, that my life would continue to be in and out of prison. Uh-huh. And so I had to look within myself and just realize that it was more to life but now, than just. What about the uh, the things? And I don't want you to get too personal here, but the things that got you in trouble. Mm-hmm. Did those things just you just lose a desire for it? I mean, was that a battle? Did you have to wrestle through that? Uh, not really, because, you know, I was incarcerated behind dealing drugs. Uh-huh. So it was about really about the money. Okay. But, you know, what I really learned from watching my parents was that you don't have to really live that lifestyle because God can still bless you in other ways, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, and so I I seen how, you know how they took the biblical principles, right? And I imagine there are probably times when you watch them take money out of their own pocket to oh, keep yeah. the church going. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and through the years, I seen how that just being faithful. Yeah, yeah. with the few, but 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 ready and willing to sacrifice when sacrifice was called upon. Right. And see, and I, I said this before here on the radio show. I said, I've known of people who think, well, you preachers, all you all think about is money. You just oh. money, 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 money. And I said, you don't know the preachers I know. Right. And you don't know the people in the ministry that I know. Because I've had so many people on this show that they're launching a ministry or they launched a ministry somewhere on the line. And uh, they just absolutely just sacrificed everything ahead. Uh, Bob Rumley. A care ministry here in Tallahassee, and they have that, they have that little uh, hotel, old hotel over there, on, right off of uh, uh, Lake Bradford Road. Okay, mm-hmm. 
when they, he would go to the prisons and he administered to people there. And he realized when they got out, they had no place to go. Him and his wife mortgaged their house. Mm. They mortgaged their house in order to be able to start this ministry. See, that's that's the people that I know. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but, but, but people outside of faith, they don't see that part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, people who are willing to to sacrifice to be able to follow a vision that God is, like I said, God spoke to you to go to Panama City, right? And uh, you've just been faithful to that, right? I mean, I I don't know. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. But that might have been time used to say. God, that's going to be a lot of work. A lot of work. Because <laughs> every Sunday? Every, what, first and third Sunday. Oh, first and third. Okay. Yeah, first and third Sunday. See the first and but third. But you're, you're loading everybody up. Yeah. It's, it's cost money for gasoline to be able to drive over there and back. Now, how long do you stay once you get there? You just go do the service and come right on back? And, yeah, we do the service and then we come back. Wow. So I'm normally home around 6 o'clock. Really? Sunday evening. Well, that's a quick turnaround trip, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, so you just get in the car, go. We go preach. And we go preach. Turn too. around and come back. And grab something to eat and come back. Now, now, what's happening to the congregation there during the week? What if somebody is sick or in the hospital mm-hmm. or you got somebody there that's kind of helping you with that? Well, yeah, I have a guy that's there. Well, I have a guy. His wife and another friend of mine and his wife. Uh-huh. They like I said, I got a good group. Yeah. And yeah. um I was actually over there today. Really? Yeah. Something something came up and you had to make another trip. Well no, I had some business to take care of over there, but I was I went by and uh talked to a few I see people. And you got back here in time to do the radio show. Got back here in time to do the radio. Because uh, the audience probably knows this, but now we pre-record, so mm-hmm. you, know, you might think that we were live here on Sunday morning, but but we're not. We've already this was already done. But uh, nevertheless, mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you made it back to be able to be here on the show with us. And here's the thing: is uh, you have a heart and passion. We've got about three minutes left. We're going to have okay. prayer before we go. But if you've got something in your heart, you just want to share. Perhaps maybe there's somebody that's that's kind of walking the path that you walked. Right. Something you just want to say to them. Well, I would just say, um, just open up your heart and just realize that um, the road that you may be traveling down is a tough road and a rough road. But when you give it to God and surrender to God and allow God to do a work in your life, then the things that you think you want, you really don't want. Uh Uh-huh. And the things you think you need, you really don't need. Wow. So I would just say, you know, just surrender and open your heart to God and allow God to come in and do a work and see how your life changed after that. That's a good word. That reminds me of an old chorus we used to sing. It said, the things of earth grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and yeah. grace. I think that's a good word. Um if you uh, want to go ahead and give the information out about your church and how people would, would, could find you, any, any information you want to give out. Okay. Well, the name of our church here in Tallahassee is New Life East, and the address is 5015 Tennessee Capitol Boulevard. And the address in Panama City, which is New Life West, is 1813 East 5th Avenue. Service time is at 1230 in Panama City. 10.30 a.m. here in Tallahassee. 
Now that's we, we discussed this earlier. As you head out Tennessee Street going west, you turn right on Capitol Circle. Before you get to Tharp Street, you turn right. Left. Left. You have turn to do left. a U-turn at okay. the intersection at okay. Tharp. And it's up. It's, it's, that's the name of the church, Tennessee Cap. That's the road. Yeah, side road, Tennessee <laughs> Capitol Boulevard. Tennessee Capitol Boulevard. Yeah. And it's a uh, 5015. 50, okay. Well, I'm hoping that people will come out and worship with you. From what I, from what he's told us, sound like he's got a pretty good band. Going yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Great band. Yeah, and you and you're a preacher of the word. I would imagine. Yes, just, sir. Like to get in and just open the word and let the, God's word speak to everybody. Yes, sir. Amen. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that we've had here today to be able to share Brother Toby's heart. His call to ministry. Father, we pray over his church. I pray, Father God, that you would bless it and anoint it. Both the churches here in, Tallahat- uh, in Panama City and the church in Port St. Joe. And Father, I just pray for America. I pray, God, for our country. And I pray, God, for your kingdom that it would grow and expand. And for anyone out there that's outside of faith, Father, I pray that you would draw them in. And Father, I pray peace around the world and peace in the city of Jerusalem and the nation of Israel. I do pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Brother Toby, it's been great to have you on the show. It's been great to be here. Until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you. Thank you.